I remember fire. Not red, but blue. I remember running for hours past creatures with no face and friends who no longer look the same. I remember the criers running through town, chanting that the time had come, that those who sought had gone beyond the wandering sea. He had warned us not to. They did not heed, and then there was flame. Only flame, for as far as I could see, every house, every street was fire. And I ran. And then I woke. Now I'm here, in a familiar place. When I turn around, I see outside the window the high towers of stone and iron that mark Marhau Keep. They're not as they should be. Gone are the gilded banners and the shining armor. There's a vile ichor upon the stone. The tower is falling. Does stone rot? I, I cannot recall, but as I look, it has. All is rot. Dropping down from cathedrals and attics, slipping into the earth, a weeping black. The fire is gone, but I don't know how. I watched it consume my home, watched it make ash of a city. Yet here it is. All of it. Not, not ash, but worse, I think. Where am I? Where is Marhau? Where are those who cried out, We are not awake. We are not awake. Apologies. I speak as one you know, but we're not friends, listener. You see this only afar. I am Kalen, or... I was. I'm not sure who I am now. I'm not sure what is now. Don't mistake me, I recognize all things about me. I stand on familiar ground. I'm in the bedroom of my home, but it is all seen through a shadow. The green of my blanket, the blue of my carpet, they're gray and dull. I see beyond the window, the red sun is shining, but it looks foreign, like, like an artist's rendition, an imitation of the day. I'm not weary, though I should be. My last hours were spent in flight across the city, passing things which should not be, things which I used to call friend. And I fought, I fought through limb and flesh, I fought so long, but in the end, fire came for me too. 
now, though, I, I feel cold fiber beneath me, just like it should be on a right day, but it's wrong. There's no life in that touch. It's the numb hand on fabric. It prickles the nerves, but it's not true. Where is the flame? Where are the fires that took me? I bore the fierce smell of heat. I choked on the gray ash. But now it's all damp earth and old ground. Where has the fire gone? Hmm. I hear sounds ahead through the oak door of my bedroom. That was my common room, though I wonder now if it's the same. I don't, I don't quite trust this false world. It's familiar and wrong at the same time. The noise is a terrible slinking thing, like a gas from underneath the lung. Who has come to my home? I have no family. I have no friends. Did the Woken come for me? No, I, how would they have returned so soon? It could not be them. But if they reach their end, does that mean we all now see true light? This is not what their scripture foretold. There are no fields of green, no clouds of silver. This. This world is cold. There's no fire here. The brass handle of my door is ice. As I touch it, I fear to open. I shouldn't. Surely this is my home, and I, maybe I am wrapped in a fever. Perhaps this is a waking dream, but I cannot quite make my fingers pull on that handle. What lies beyond? My mind says it's merely my home, but my heart says I am somewhere else. But I, I cannot stay here forever. I must go on eventually. The door creaks as I pull. A wheezing, horrid thing. Did it make noise before? It seems like so simple a thing, but now that it happens in the dark, I can't recall. It's opened the barest crack now, just a sliver of dark and empty. There are no lights beyond. There should be lights. If I look back, I can see the sun shining clearly through the window, cold as it is. Why is my common dark? There are two windows on my east wall, two windows that even in the middle of the night shine with moonlight. I know there are. Even with curtains drawn, I should see something. Why is my common dark? The noise presses closer, slipping earth and rumbling spit, a creeping mush just beyond my sight. Dare I look further? The window is behind me. Perhaps a jump to the street is the better path today. I'm not high up. 
and I don't like this noise. No. No, I must remand my fear. I'm being foolish. It's only a dark room. My heart has taken my mind too far. I open the door. The dark leaps to meet me. Have you ever woken from a dream, but you're not sure you're actually awake? It's a strange feeling. Understand, listener, the grass beneath me is warm, welcoming, as clear to my fingers as any I have touched in the waking world, but I can do no more than doubt it. I see the sun falling down between silver clouds. I hear the chirp of birds and the wind in my ear. I smell fresh rain and living earth, but where is the darkness gone? Where is my dark home? Where is my shadowed city? Where is the fire and ash? Where is the ichor and rot? Behind me sits a small house, or perhaps a shop is the better term. It's not like any house I have seen. It's wrapped in cloth and pouring books out the front door. It stands alone in this field. I see nothing else for all the eye can catch, only blue sky, clouds, and green grass. Surely this is a dream. If it's not, I have lost all semblance of control. Perhaps I have lost all semblance of control. Well, listener, I suppose I must check this house. There's nothing else for me in the distance. I see nothing but horizon. I will go to it. Strange. There is no door here. Only a welcoming frame out of which the books fall. Uh, dreams do not care for realness, I suppose. Surely this must be a dream. Within I find a hall of wood with many bookshelves on either hand, and from an open ceiling above I can see the sun shining through. Books are on the shelves and on the floor as well, tossed here and there, as if someone came running through, searching for one and one alone, but did not find it. It's strange, I, I cannot read the words in them. I'm trying, I, I see them there, but they confound me. Uh, perhaps it is the dream, or perhaps it is their nature, but I only see a language beyond meaning. Scribbled lines and nonsense combinations that offer nothing more than confusion. At the end of the hall, I see another doorway. This one covered over by the same cloth as the outer walls. These books are not offering me anything, so I might as well go through. Beyond is a large square room. Much larger than I expected, given how small the house was, but... I suppose it is a dream in the end. A table sits in the center. There's a lit candle and a silver mold atop it, though I cannot imagine why, as the light is plentiful here. There's no ceiling here either. Just sun and cloud. On the table is a book, and before it a comfortable chair of felt, as if someone had been reading only a moment prior. But I certainly see no one. 
For a time, I walk about the edges of the room, sliding books out at intervals to see if anything is to be learned, but it's all for naught. Whatever nonsense my dreams have conjured, they are well beyond my reckoning. There's nowhere else for me to go. Only bookshelves and books on the way back from whence I came. I resign to walk out into the field, I suppose, for as long as the dream will take me, but as I do, the table catches my eye. I glance to the open book, and with some surprise find that it is written in the common tongue. <laughs> I suppose dreams do not fail in the end. I will recall what it says for your edification, listener. There were only three paragraphs, unconnected, drawn together without any story or narration. The first read like this, and he found it empty, formless. Being of sloth without vigor, he slept, and his dreams began, yet nightmares follow. Now, listener, I would be lying if I said that is a line you wish to read in your own dream. I am not eager to find any nightmares when I step beyond the door. But I will go on for the second. It read like this. He remembered, long ago, of men and their like, for he valued that which was worked, but he had no heart for his own. Now, maybe you have a mind for that, listener, but I do not. Mankind is all I know. Marhau is full of us. We are all men within the walls. But I suppose I am looking a little too hard to understand the meaning of imagination. Here, the last line read thus. They begat as if from sleep, waking to the world in peace. A tepid life was made, shadowed souls without fierce need. But every whim set strange winds upon them, and in the end they too sought to dream, and to be free of their uncertainty. Now, I will claim no knowledge of those words. They are as much a mystery to me as any spoken by an alder to the sleepers. But... I confess a weight on my soul at their reading. I cannot say why, only that it crept up from beneath, rising from the wood floor, latching about my ankles until it wound its snaking grip up to my heart and rested. I was content to let it lie there, of course, and go on beyond the door to see what it was waiting for me out in the fields, but as I turned, a voice broke upon me from a place above the books. I looked up and there spied a crow with three eyes. And as I looked, its beak opened, and from within came a voice like a woman's. It said, Hark, traveler, for the ether comes to end. But when you wake, remember, there are places beyond the sleep where truer lands lie. If you seek to awaken, look beyond the dark. <laughs> 